How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman, the podcast for all your geeky needs, fashion, and lifestyle tips, all rolled into one perfectly packaged podcast. Now, one of the most anticipated games ever is finally out. At last, players can play Final Fantasy VII with all the up-to-date graphics that'll make fanboys scream with glee with the newest installment, Final Fantasy VII Remake. But does it live up to its potential? Stay tuned for my spoiler-free review. In the gentleman's portion, I'm listing my top 5 vegan grooming products to add to your springtime grooming regime. With that said, let's jump right into the podcast. Final Fantasy VII Remake is not a copy of the original Final Fantasy VII, but a bold, reimagined version of the original game. Straight out of the gate, the game introduces new characters and subplots, and an epic real-time action combat system in comparison to the original turn-based combat system of the original Final Fantasy. The remake is only the beginning part of the original saga. Final Fantasy VII Remake takes the first act of Midgar from the original and turns it into a full-fledged game. This is one of the best things about the remake. Final Fantasy VII is hailed as one of the best video games ever, especially when it comes to the moving story and beloved characters. It's been over two decades since the original game came out, and fans have been craving a remake since I can remember. Square Enix made the smart decision to deepen the story and flesh out the characters even more, allowing players of the original to feel as if they're playing a different game and learning more about their favorite characters. Final Fantasy VII Remake's combat system is one of the best I've ever played. Square Enix has managed to create a real-time action combat system with a little turn-based flavor of the original. You can perform regular attacks very similar to Kingdom Hearts, and as you attack, your ability gauge fills up, and once it's full, you can use magic, skills, or items. You can do this through shortcuts that the game lets you customize to keep a sense of real-time action, or you can enter a slow-motion battle sequence as you click through the menu to select commands that gives a sense of a turn-based combat. Characters gain skills and magical talents by equipping materia. Just like leveling up your character, by equipping materia, you can level it up to gain a more powerful version of the said materia. Other new additions include weapon upgrades and weapon skills. You can improve a weapon over the course of the game by spending a character's skill points to change the core stats, and characters can add each weapon's unique ability to their arsenal by performing that ability a set amount of times, meaning they can access that ability without that particular weapon equipped. Long story short, you want to get everyone's weapons during this game so you can get all the skills. Even without a strategy guide, I was able to get all the weapons by exploring the world on my own. But I did manage to miss one of Aerith's, as you had to steal it from one of the bosses, but I don't want to spoil too much, and it's safe to say that even if you miss some along the way, once you beat the game, you're able to select chapters at any part of the game to go back and pick up anything you may have missed. 
I've always been a huge fan of summons in the Final Fantasy games. It's literally one of my favorite things to use in the combat systems. And Final Fantasy VII Remake does a very good job of having the summons enter the fight on their own accord versus you summoning them into the fight whenever you like. The summons are timed to assist you in your tougher battles where you'll definitely need the assistance, but you still have to use your own skill to win the fight in the end. One of the things I didn't like is that Square Enix decided to make three summons exclusive to pre-orders or deluxe editions, such as the Chocobo Chick, Carbuncle, and Cactor. And I'm not gonna lie, I did pre-order it, and I do have a code, and I'm supposed to be able to get the Cactor summon, but my code won't work. And I just tried it again today, because I initially got the game a little bit before the release date on, what was it, April 10th? And, I, and it wasn't working, so I figured, okay, well, it's not gonna work. And then I looked on forums and they said, oh, you know, maybe it's going to work after the official release date. Nope, it didn't. I still don't have Cactor. So hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that Square Enix is eventually going to allow these three summons to be available to everyone to use. The slower combat system allows for a more strategic play style as you fight bosses and try to expose their weaknesses. The only fault I had with the combat system is that at times it was kind of hard to select a certain enemy to attack when you were fighting multiple foes. But besides that, I thoroughly enjoyed the combat system in the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and the visuals of the attacks, spells, limit breakers, and summons are freaking amazing! The entire visuals of the game are breathtaking. The whole world building is superb and is so detailed. I found myself easily enjoying myself as I wandered through Midgar because the details are that extravagant. When you walk by other characters in your surroundings, you can hear the conversations they're having. It's just a massive enveloping environment that is truly alive, especially with the beautiful music in the background. It took me about 45 hours of gameplay to finish the game in its entirety, and I did all the side quests because I'm cool that way. I'm currently redoing the chapters on hard mode to get all the manuscripts, which allows you to upgrade the weapons of the characters even further. I really loved this first installment of Final Fantasy VII. It's a huge love letter to the original, while still being a solid standalone game for players who have never played the original. The scope of the game will blow your mind, and the introduction of the characters are extraordinarily well done and leaves you ready to continue the story with them. It's completely worth paying full price, and I'm ready to pre-order the next installment when it comes out. Hopefully Square Enix will be kind enough to give players some downloadable content to play as we wait. Patiently. As we play and wait. Patiently. That means hurry up. And with that said, we're jumping right into the gentleman's portion of the podcast. It's no secret that veganism has seen a huge boom in the last few years especially with celebrities like Zac Efron and Ariana Grande taking up the vegan diet. But the grooming industry is well on its way of following the vegan trend. Vegan cosmetics have increased by 175% since 2013, and the sale of vegan grooming products have increased by 38% in the last year. But what does this vegan certification mean? It means that the product and all of its ingredients have not been tested on animals and are free of any kind of animal extract as well. Luckily for you, I've rounded up my five favorite vegan grooming products for you to check out right now. Number one, Jack Black Double Duty Face Moisturizer. Jack Black has been in the vegan party for some time now. 
they have a nice range of vegan products, but one of my faves is the SPF Moisturizer. It boasts a high dose of vitamin A and E, plus nourishing additions such as blue algae and sea parsley. Number two, Aesop deodorant. This aluminum-free spray deodorant blends 11 essential oils such as witch hazel, clove oil, vetiver root oil, and lavender. The added benefit is that the active ingredient of zinc conceals odor that is produced by sweat. Number three, Amor Visca Reviving Eye Cream. This one has a bit of a higher price tag on it thanks to their high quality natural minerals. The main ingredient in this eye cream is the thermal water from Hungary's renowned springs, which is delivered to the thinner skin around the eyes with their patented hydromineral transference delivery system. Number four, Awake Organics Shampoo. This shampoo is a blend of garwana seed, organic rosemary, and lemongrass oil that will leave your hair smelling fantastic. The coconut milk protein will assist in strengthening your hair strands. Number five, Alemis Pro Collagen Marine Cream for Men. By using marine algae, this powerful anti-aging cream will reduce the appearance of wrinkles, increase hydration, and add moisture. This is a definite must-add to your grooming regime. And there you have it, gentlemen, my five favorite vegan grooming products that you should add to your springtime grooming regime right now. A big thank you again for listening to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. That would definitely make my day. Feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Drifting Decal if you have any style or grooming questions, and I'd love to hear what you guys think of the remake of Final Fantasy VII. If you want more content from me, feel free to visit my blog at www.driftingdudes.com, and until our next podcast adventure, I will talk at you guys later. Bye!